0: I'm Cherie Hardy. As always, it is a pleasure to share with you. I hope, I pray you and your family are well. It has been another very beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I hope it is beautiful where you are also. I am going to talk about marriage. I'm starting my new spinoff. I haven't quite gotten where I want to be, but I just decided I can't wait any longer. I want to talk about marriage today. And, um, I recently, I would say like within the last year, I've watched some of these shows um, on marriage, uh, Married at First Sight. There was another show that I saw and I haven't watched a lot of them, but um, when I do, I find myself, it's a joke, but it's almost true. It's like, I feel like my blood is boiling, blood pressure is going up because of the bad counseling or the lack of counseling that the people are getting. And if you don't know the statistics, I'm going to tell you, over half of all marriages end up in divorce. And people who marry for the second time, they have even a higher number. And divorce, I just believe, doesn't have to happen. I'm an idealist. Um, Some people, if they were to know me, they might think that I'm not pro-marriage because I live happily as a single person. I've been married. I understand marriage, but I'm an idealist. And I do believe that it's possible to be happily married, to have a healthy marriage. um, And it all involves you getting with the right person, the person that's for you. And so I want to talk about that because um, I saw episode, I mean, uh, season, I think it was season eight of Married at First Sight. And I just watched season three. And I was concerned. I know the show has evolved and I think it's improved. But I was concerned about the lack of counseling or, you know, some of the bad counseling that I felt the contestants were getting. And with all these premarital counselors, people are still, you know, having bad marriages or they're not having beautiful, healthy marriages. Um, even with all this, you know, churches and, you know, other private companies, people are still getting divorced, they're still um, losing their lives in these marriages. And so something is wrong. And I'm going to tell you what it is. At the heart of all, suffering is a lie. And it is believing something that is not true. And so if you go into any situation and you do not understand the truth about that situation, your situation is not going to be the best it could be. And I think this is so um, appropriate for marriage. So many people get married and I don't know what kind of counsel they're getting. It's like, they're not getting the counseling they need to be um, married and to stay together and so I want to share some things so this is our first segment marriage therapy Um, I'm going to be doing some things I'm going to be talking about a lot of things so I want to talk about five things you should know before you say I do before you get married you should have a clear understanding about these things and it's not you just sitting down and having a conversation these are the things you need to know through what you have seen. Now, social scientists know that human behavior is unpredictable, that, you know, people change, people can do anything depending on the environment and the circumstances. But the reason why companies check your credit history is because they, they, we usually have a pattern of behavior. Normally, when a person has done something for a significant period of time, they're going to keep doing it. It is only when there is something that stops them from doing it or they lose something as a result, some some cases they got hit rock bottom, or there's something that motivates them to change that's going to be a matter of life and death or loss or gain. It's going to be something impactful to motivate a person to at least make the effort to do something different. And here's a saying I know you've heard a thousand times. If we do what we've always done, we will get what we've always gotten. When people are out here giving marital counseling and they're saying the same thing over and over again, you're going to get the same results. You're going to get divorced. So I'm going to give an example of that. I was watching episode three. I'm going to jump into these five things of at First Sight and on the show, they only had three couples. I think now they have five couples. And so this one couple, the the young lady really was struggling with trust issues. And my whole thing was I don't know how they screened them out. You you cannot be in a relationship like a marriage without trust. If you have trust issues, you either you either need to deal with those and get healed from that or you never need to get married. Because when you get married, you have to you have to be at peace about trusting the person that you are sharing your life with if you don't have if you have trust issues and that's one of the reasons why i'm not there and i'm not um i'm not going to i know myself i know myself more than anybody else so i'm not going to be in a relationship and then just create all this this drama or pain and suffering and turmoil because i know myself um but now for my case i believe number one that god wants to be single that's all another story but anyway so, you know, there was a part where the counselor came in and she told them, she, she said something like, you all are not sharing your bathroom. And she told them that they needed to share the bathroom, I guess, brush their teeth together, you know, whatever. And I thought that was bad advice. I think, and this is going to blow you away, but maybe somebody who has more influence and and people kind of know more and respect more, but I think that every married couple should have their own bathroom i think if you want a long and happy marriage marriage that couples when they get married they need to have their own room bedroom and bathroom and that is very different than from any from what you hear most people say when everybody needs a space that is private and personal where they can go and just sort of be to themselves. Even though you're married and you, you come, become as one spiritually, you're still a unique individual. And having a separate bedroom does not mean that you would have less sex in, or less intimacy unless you wanted it to be that way. There are ways to make sure that the intimacy remains strong. But I, I thought that was bad advice to have them in the bathroom brushing their teeth together, I know that seems because that's what the, you know. That's what they told. That's what they do. But let me tell you something. You brushing your team. There's some things you need to keep to yourself. And using the on while the person is in there. I think that is so inappropriate. I'm not gonna get in that right now. But my blood pressure went up when I when I heard the counselor say that. Sure enough, that couple stayed together on the show. They ultimately ended up getting divorced because I just felt like they weren't getting any counseling. They had a chance. That couple in particular they had a chance but they were not getting any good counseling and so and then I understand the young lady she got on the show again she's you know because she had issues with trust and so I want to say that so let's talk about the five things you should know before you get married the first thing is you have to find out this is the most important thing above all things you have to find out whether or not where the person is excuse me spiritually because most problems, most issues are spiritual issues. Now, the spirituality and character kind of tie in together. They are roped together or intertwined together because where a person is spiritually, I mean, what I mean by that is what is going on inside of them, their attitude, their thoughts, their emotions, their values, that's all a part of your spirituality. There is a part of you as a human being that is spiritual, and when that part is neglected, I'm not talking about religious. So I'm not religious, I'm not talking about a man that goes to church every Sunday or people that are very religious because those people are people that they they're, they can be cover men. And I get it. I did a podcast on that recently. But the number one thing that you got to know is where they are spiritually and what's their relationship with God. And you have to be very specific if you're dealing with a man that has good that praise and they are really connected to god they're less likely to um, mistreat you they're less they, they would do the things that you're supposed to do in a relationship with a human being and that is they're supposed to respect you they're supposed to and respect means they listen to you respect means that they try to make an adjustment To make sure that you are comfortable in the relationship and they value you and so when there's something that's going on that bothers you, they really try to resolve that because that's what they know you are supposed to do as a loving spouse and as a caring person. And that's not religion because religion doesn't teach that and I can talk about that in another way, but you you may not find that. So when you got to have a guy that really does fear God and understand that you are a blessing, uh, whether you're a man or woman. I don't want to just talk about men and you know and all that kind of stuff, but you have to know that your spouse sees you as a gift from God. And if that person is not connected to God, they're never going to see you that way. They're never going to be grateful for you. And they are it's a cover. It's either they want to cover something or it's a, a financial opportunity for them. There are a lot of men that they're not married for love. They're choosing you because you look all right. And there's a way that they can also have more money by being tied into you. And especially when they're older. Um, And so I'm I'm just letting you know right now, it's not going to work if you're going to be so frustrated and irritated out of your mind if you're with someone and they're not connected to God. And what that means, they're not praying. If you're not praying with your spouse, it, it, and you can know where they are. And I'm talking about not somebody that before you get married, they pray and then when you get married, I'm going to deal with that later. But you got to have somebody that really has a real relationship with God. They fear God. There is a um, a relationship coach that I listen to. And, you know, nobody's perfect. I know I'm not perfect. And I know I say crazy things. But, um, but I, I listen to him. And one of the things that he says a lot is he Believes that the way that he treats his wife is what's going to determine how blessed he's going to be as a man. And there, there are some men who've said this now and there's something to that. Now, this is mutual. It has to go both ways. But when you're dealing with a person and not connected, they don't care anything about what you're saying and what you're doing. Everything is going to be about what they want and what's in their advantage They're not going to be sensitive, especially if you're being reasonable. I know that there are people out there that don't know how to communicate. And that's what I want to talk about. That's one of the things I want to talk about, communication. But there are people out there that just, you know, they have character issues because they're not connected. So I'm not talking about those. But I'm talking about you're in a relationship and you're pretty, you know, you're a reasonable person. You have character. You're trying to do the right things. You care. You want to, you know, you care about that person's feelings. And they have no they just will not make an adjustment or change to respect you, you need to find it out before you get married. Because what happens in those situations, it only gets worse. Number two, men are not motivated to improve unless there's a consequence. So there's so many people in a relationship, and I actually hear this being taught in direct ways and indirect ways, like just you know, just go ahead on and take it. Just, you know, you just take it, you ignore. No. And it's so many people that are suffering. They've got all kinds of issues. Your, your stress causes you to have, you know, health issues, other problems. There's a correlation between people and their health issues and their their stress and their relationships and on their jobs and all these other things. And so you can't just ignore that. People, you deserve to have someone who is going to make the effort to put out their best behavior, and you have to do the same thing. Both people have to have mutual respect and be willing to do that. And here's the thing we cannot get better without God. We cannot get better without God. There are people who are religious and they might go to church, they might go through a ritual and practice, but they don't, even, they're not praying to God, they don't know God. Now, in the end, maybe they will, I don't know. Um, but they're not connected at all to God, you got to get that part right. You got to see their character and you have to see how they are in spiritual issues. And if they're not respecting you before you get married, uh, you need to find that out. They're not going to respect you when they do get married. And if they, if everything is about their way and is their way the highway, you're going to have some problems and that happens a lot. Here's another thing that you got to do. You gotta determine if the person you're trying to marry has good communication skills because relationships are strengthened by experiences and communication. And so there are a lot of people who, they really shouldn't be married because they don't know how to communicate. Before you get married, if you wanna get married, if you're a person and you wanna get married, you should learn how to communicate. And communication involves not just talking, but it also in talk, involves listening. And there's a, with talking, there's a way to do it in a way that is respectful, where you're raising your words and not your voice. You are, it's about timing. It is about tone. It's about all those different things. And some people don't know how to do that. And they're not willing to do that and they're uncomfortable doing it. And that means that they really are not qualified for marriage because the only people who should ever be married are people who have highly effective communication skills. The other side of communication is listening. And when I say listening, I'm not talking about hearing because a lot of people get that confused. Hearing is one of our senses. And hearing is when you recognize sounds and words that are coming around you, maybe if a person is talking, but listening is when you tell a person something and they really take the time to contemplate what you said, they respect what you said, even if they may not understand it or they may be offended, but because they are, first of all, they, the spiritual part is right, they will go back and they'll really spend some time thinking about what you said and considering it and praying about that. And if it, it is something that is reasonable, it is it is something that they should take heed to, they will do it. Because that's what they not only grow, the benefit of that is, not only do you have a better relationship when that happens, but that person and you both grow as people. It's all about communication. Communication is also not about, you got to know how to communication. So there's a how piece. One of the things that I try to emphasize um, is that, You know, telling people what is wrong and talking about the problem is really a totally ineffective communication strategy. When you're in a marriage, the best communication strategy is telling a person what it is you need and what it is you desire in a way that is respectful. You know, if you're struggling with you need your husband, let's say just something simple like, take out the trash on Mondays. I don't know. And you you don't have to say, well, you know, you're not taking out the trash. I have told you to take out the trash, blah, 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 blah. You know, when a person is at that point and you got to go off, you're not really, this is going to be strong. You're not ready for marriage because with marriage, you don't need to be fussing. At an age of maturity and a level of maturity, it doesn't need to be a fuss. It's like, okay, I need you to take out the trash on Mondays at 8 o'clock. If he doesn't do it or she doesn't do it, if he, I'm not taking out trash, but if he, if I'm married, if he doesn't do it, then what that means is you need, to stop, don't fuss about it. You need to just take it out. And then you have to make a decision. Can I handle being married with someone who won't do, you know, that chore, that's a non-negotiable Like I just gotta have a man that's gonna take out the trash and he's not gonna take it out. Because if you ask him once, and, it, and he doesn't do it then it goes back to the spiritual part again then that means that that part that disrespect part is not there a man who is not connected to god does not respect you there it's unfortunate and i've talked about this on the podcast the reason why we're in the condition that we're in because our men are not connected is not to bash men i don't know how to change it i don't i pray about this a lot and Over the years, I'm so glad I've seen some men start to talk to men about men. And these are, you know, and I think the problem is that in order for a man to really have the power to talk about men, they got to be a righteous example. And I think that's the issue is that some men are just not righteous examples. And either they're not talking about it because they know they're not, um, or they wouldn't be listened to anyway. And it's one of those things. But the bottom line is, you should never marry a person and you and you, you haven't found out if they are an effective communicator because if they're not, your marriage is gonna be miserable. Now you might stay in it. There are people who stay in it and they endure. Some of those people, you know, one spouse is gonna outlive the other spouse. And so you you may you're gonna be free at some point. Um, but if you just stay in it and you decide not to leave um, not to separate our divorce, then you're gonna to have to endure. And I know for me, if I'm in a relationship with someone and I have a need and I say, again, I'm just using something simple like, take out the trash and they don't take it out. And it's something very important. I know I would be frustrated. And I've been there, like my blood pressure will be, up. I would just be aggravated because I've asked this person, hey, would you not do this? And I even, you know, me, I'm gonna give reasons. And they don't respect that at all because they're not connected to God. Guess what? You really shouldn't be married. That person shouldn't be married. I'm just going to say, and I'm going to say this, you can learn how to communicate. And it is all mutual. It's not one-sided. It has to be both people having respect for each other. And so if you say you have a need, if you say, you know, I need you to do ABC and you tell this person this is why, first of all, they're not listening to you while you're telling them this. They're not, they don't care that you say you have this need. They haven't even considered it. Then I'm telling you that that person may not be a bad person. Let me just put this in here, out here. It, he or she may not be a bad person, but they really don't need to be married because when you're married and you're living with a person, see, so you're in a very small space, It without mutual respect, it's not going to work it's not going to work but again you can't have mutual respect without having number one what is that person's spiritual life like is that person praying does that person believe in god does that person fear god does that person believe that you are a gift from god see all of these things are spiritual things and the absence of that is going to be the absence of love and everything else period i'm gonna say that again without that strong spiritual relationship with God, then that person can't get wisdom and get got nothing. It's, it's going to not be, and it may be a good for that person. See, that's another thing. Again, with cover men, they might benefit from the marriage because it's comfortable to say, I'm married. I, I work with a guy and this guy, he married somebody and, They got a divorce like three years later. The lady had a stroke. This was interesting. Like they got married. And then shortly after they got married, the lady got a a stroke. And then later, I think he divorced that Then he married somebody else. And you know what? He's a cover man. He really doesn't want to be in a relationship because this man was doing something. That's a whole other podcast Some real inappropriate stuff. And he was married. And he really just married this woman as a cover. He thought that he was going to be able to move up in the school district and he just felt like being married looked better. Again, there are different reasons why men marry and some of them have nothing to do with love. They have nothing to do with companionship. So I'm going to go back over again. Number one, I may have to, I'm going to definitely have to finish this in several podcasts. Is you got to have the spiritual part because the spiritual part determines character. Char- good character is when you respect other human beings you may not agree with other human beings you may not even understand certain things that other human beings need and maybe want but you have respect and you have concern and you have love and you can't love without the father of love in your life you really can't love you can be with people all day every day but you really can't love them the way because we are supposed to be reflections Of the most high god we are made in his image and we're supposed to be reflective of that and without that connection to god that's number one number two communication 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 i'm gonna tell you if you're with a person and this is why so many relationships fall apart character part is not there so then you can't have effective communication and most people have never taken a class or have never have ever tried to learn how to be a better communicator I don't even know if there's something out there that teaches you how to be a better listener, how to be more sensitive, how to um, act on what you're hearing, how to, you know, when should you talk? The tone, the timing, all of these things matter. And again, over half of all relationships in divorce because people do not know how to communicate. What inspired me to do this episode, what I wanted to talk about marriage a long time ago, but in that episode, one of the couples of love married at first sight and go back season three is there was one couple where the lady, you know, they were having a moment and they were trying to bond because you know these are people that don't know each other and they married. And the lady had insulted the man, her husband, and she called him a name. And then when he turned around and said something to her, she acted like she didn't know what was you know what was wrong with him. And see, what happens is when they go back and they look at these episodes, they see themselves. I think that up until that point, she did not know how bad she sounded. She was a vulgar communicator. She was profane. She was insulting. She would call names. And then when, and if he tried to say something back, then it was like, woe is me. And there was another incident where... Um, she had said, I forgot I forgot what the situation was, and, and she insulted him. And then he said, I learned from the best. And then she got mad and told him to leave her house. Be- but she had insulted him first. And you see, and then again, she didn't even know how bad off she was until she got a chance to see herself. Now, the counsel- I will get a counselor's credit then. They came in and they said some things, and it must have helped her to see she was in, in a totally ineffective communication. And they really should not have been on the show. If if that show really was serious about marriage, they would have communication training. But I finally realized, okay, this is TV. They're trying to have drama. People watch this drama and they don't care about marriage. And so they're mocking marriage. And so, but if you really want to have a marriage, and I believe that marriage can be beautiful, I think everybody should be married. Um it is just that if you don't have these things in place, it will not work. And what's the point of getting married if you're gonna end up having to get divorced or separated? Here's another really, really big one is children. And I'm gonna run out of time, but before you get married, you need to really understand what that person's values are concerning children. If you're getting married like it's in a middle age and that person is more than likely had has had children you need to know what are the expectations for the children in your lives. Because when you marry a person, you are then now also connected to their families. And that person is not, if, if you're a person like me, I have a child, even though my child is grown, I'm, I have a, re, a very close relationship to my child. So if I got married, my relationship wouldn't just end because my daughter's grown um i and most people are like that i wouldn't stop helping her i wouldn't stop talking to her like if she you know we want to do something together because i knew her before i even do this person and so you have to kind of get an idea what people's values are and now when i say children i really should say children and family because some people they want their families to come over some people leave you know if my mom or my um siblings want to stay or somebody want to stay in the house you got to get that straightened out before you get married because a lot of people never I don't know why they don't have these conversations and this is probably why blended families and second marriages have a higher rate of divorce because I'll never get this one lady I saw on the show and she had written a book about being a step-parent and she was saying she was she married somebody with kids and she said she finally had to accept the fact that I would never try to replace their mom. They didn't want me to replace their mom. And she talked about the resentment of being a step-parent and the children, you know, feeling like they were going to lose something because the father was now married to this her instead of, you know, instead of being, you know, a full-time dad or whatever. And I never got the book, but it was just fascinating what she was saying because it's so true, because you don't just stop having a relationship and if you have not if you marry somebody with kids and you haven't bonded with the children and it's like now a stranger has come into their personal space because they don't know you and you don't know them but you've had your parent all your life and they've had you and so you got to get all that worked out before you get married well you know what guys i'm gonna have to stop i didn't i stopped on three things i did spirituality and character, and communication, and children, the red light is on. I will continue this. You guys, this is my new segment, Marriage Therapy. Continue to tune in. I want you to be married and stay married. Peace and blessings.